the Pinball Network is online. Launching Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. All right, Tom, you hit the button. For the last time, yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Hello, everyone. This is uh, my name is Joel. This is Triple Drain Episode Two. Technically, the third episode we're recording, but second with this name. I'm here tonight with uh, Travis and Tom, like always. Hello. Hi, Joel. Oh, great. Thank you. Sorry, for I, I, yeah. I fucked up the intro already, didn't I? No, I think it's solid. It's a solid okay. intro, We're just good. as good as last time. Um, but yeah, we'll dive right in. We got plenty of stuff to talk about that we probably won't get to because we'll get derailed or head in another direction. But I thought it made sense. That we should probably just go ahead and start with feedback. You know, we've, we've, we, re- we released an official Triple Drain episode. We didn't have an email, but we did get some Facebook messages. We got some different private messages, and uh, a lot of the feedback was really pretty good. We got, um, I don't know. Uh, well, Travis, you had you had a guy that said he couldn't listen to it, right? Yeah, but... they they told me they got through about five minutes of it, and then it was the worst thing they've ever heard. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we're doing better this time. I hope. Maybe a lot of a lot of sensitive hot tub conversation. Um, people said we have chemistry. You know, I I don't know. That's well, great. I think we're faking it well, so that's good. Um, but, yes, yes. But one thing that did surprise me, right, was you know I gave a very honest opinion of a person of, of a person that we all know, David Dennis gave a very honest opinion of him, and not one person stood up for him, not one. And uh, that surprised me. I you know I was expecting somebody to say, hey, come on, he's not that bad, right? So uh, maybe we're onto something. That's what I'm hearing. Um, I don't know. Did you guys hear anything? No, I think pretty much we all <laughs> equally hate Dennis. Well, hate's a strong word. Okay, yeah, hate's yeah. a strong word. Oh, but no, what I okay. so what not, I will say not hate. We all we all. What's another word for hate? Like what's a what's a nicer word than hate? <laughs> loathe. loathe, loathe. Yeah, there we go. We okay. all loathe David Dennis. Well, you guys, you guys make fun, right? But I heard that you two behind my back tried to get David Dennis on the show, right? Okay, for the record, yeah, for the record, I was on David's side. Mm. And then he talks some maddish on, you know, yeah. on the TPN Discord. So <laughs> I was just like, you know, I, yeah. I, I can't do it now. I can't. So so here's the deal, right? You guys tried to get David on the show, right? Yes. And the only reason I caught wind of this is because I saw the email. And I saw the email <laughs> where he had to cancel. He had to cancel last minute. He goes, sorry, guys. I have to do my weekly volunteering at the nursing home. I saw that. And I said, volunteering at the nursing home. There's no way. There's no way that guy volunteers at a nursing home. So I called it up. I called up the nursing home he mentioned. Believe it or not, they say he comes in every week and all he does is push down the residents. He just pushed them down. He watches them fall and laughs. That's what David Dennis does. And you guys tried to invite him on the show. I'm just saying, guys, David Dennis is the worst. Do we agree? I mean, that that would be pretty bad. Yeah. (laughs) I just followed up on the email. I mean, you let it slide. So let's see. I'm just, guys, try Try not to get him on the show because I think we could do better. And we did do better, right? We found a better guest. We have an extra ball tonight. And that extra ball is the one, the only Raymond Davidson. Raymond, thank you for, uh, thanks for being here tonight. Yeah, it sounds like uh, David, (laughs) the dentist, couldn't make it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Bummer. Bummer. So I Raymond, had a feeling we were just going to hear a click and Raymond wasn't going to be there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So, Raymond, typically we call our, our you know, because we're so, we've done this so long, right? But typically we call our extra guests the extra ball. But I know 
from a pinball terminology standpoint, you actually don't like extra ball. You prefer it to be phrased like balls to go, right? So you're this is four balls to go, isn't it? No, that the... God no. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Uh, and why why does that why do you why does that bother you, right? Because <laughs> it's different. Oh <laughs> it's, 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 all right. So we'll stick with extra ball, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. it, it, it's just, it's ambiguous. <laughs> if you see like a one and it's like, okay, do I have one ball after this? Is this my last ball? Is it ball one? Like, mm. it's just so much simpler when it's either a one, two or a three. I think he's okay. onto something there. That makes sense. I get it. Checks but, it out. but sometimes, you know, when you have multiple extra balls stacked up, you know, then you really don't know. That's How part many? of the fun. You, you're like, oh, man, my game's <laughs> over. Oh, wait, I think I have another extra ball. Oh, I do. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a little part excitement. Of, part of the fun. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, we have some cool topics to talk about. And what, I, what I'm, what I'm going to realize very quickly is I am, I am very much the odd one out here. We have three high-end competitive players and then me. And, um, yeah, let's, let's just dive in. So Pin Clash. Pin Clash. Card Angelo with IE Pinball put on another amazing event, Pin Clash 2. This time was with Avengers. And I know Travis was in it, Ray was in it, and then Tom, your son, was in it. So Yeah, I, I wasn't good enough to make it. So <laughs> Yeah, well, I wasn't either. That if, that, if that makes you feel any better. But um I would love to hear, I mean, go for it. Anybody who wants to go first, just what I mean, I'm happy to share my experience as a viewer. But I would love to hear somebody go first. Let's let's hear what that that was like. Well, I would be curious to hear from Tom as a parent because it was your son playing. I'd be curious to hear it from that side because you played in the first pin clash, yeah, with Jurassic Park. So, what was it like being a parent watching Neil play? It was exciting. I mean, I I was obviously rooting for Neil to play, um, but uh, you know, it was it was it was fun. I I enjoyed the uh the wagering on channel points. That was something new. Yeah. You can bet on a person. Yeah. I was putting all my money away from Travis and I hit big. <laughs> you hit big. <laughs> I was wondering what the spread would be if and when I played Escher. Wasn't it like uh if, if one to ninety nine? So uh you bet ninety nine points and you'd get one. <laughs> yeah, oh, pretty gosh. much. Was I really well, that far behind? I mean, unless you bet on Trav, then you would get 99 for your one. Yeah. I actually did bet on Travis, and uh, it, it didn't pay off. Yeah. What it I, really paid off was issues. when later on when I, uh, when I pay, uh, bet on Luke, uh, the odds were, like, way in Carlos's favor. And, uh, yeah, if the channel points were actual money, you know, I might be retiring. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, Tom, I was I was a little disappointed in, in you as a support person. And the reason I say that is because Uh-oh. what I mean is Travis, he had a support person in the room and we all knew who it was. It was Monica because her hand would come out of frame, <laughs> reach into the cabinet and turn the little spinner and then disappear. So it was like this mysterious kind of Vanna White hand coming in. And, you know, Tom, I, I I know you have a, a you know I, I know you have a I successful was, modeling career. I'm surprised your <laughs> hand didn't didn't make an appearance. I I was there, but <laughs> it, you know I didn't want to crack any cameras or uh, you know. Uh. But no, it was it was Neil's day, and I didn't want to jump in front of the camera. I didn't want to do the rabbit ears behind them like sometimes they do on the stream when people are out. 
that's fair that's fair <laughs> all right well that's cool i mean you yeah you've got to be a proud dad seeing that and i know oh yeah I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get into some other stuff because uh, with one of your tournaments recently, he had your son had some, you know, su- success in it. So that's 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 definitely got to be cool to see as a dad, for sure. Definitely. Um, well, Travis, we'll save, you know, Raymond got a little farther than you. So we'll, we'll go ahead and start with <laughs> Travis. Travis, what was your experience? Because I know we talked about this last week. You know, you were purposely avoiding the buy. You wanted that entry, that first round play. I mean, what what's your thoughts on the day here? Here comes the, I just let Escher win talk. Go ahead, Travis. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got, I got tired and I just wanted to go watch UFC that night. So yeah, Mm. I just, yeah, that's what it was. No, it's, so everything lined up exactly the way I wanted it. And the funniest part about my second round, those three particular challenges were the three challenges that I actually really liked. And whenever I did them in like practice, I was just blowing through them. I mean, the first one was start a gym quest. So that's really easy. Just, you know, spin the disc, get a hold of it, put it in the gauntlet, and you're good to go. But then that second one with the combos, usually I stick with Black Widow, Gauntlet, and Hawkeye. And for some reason, I just decided I was going I was going to abandon that and try to go Black Widow, Gauntlet, Dead Bounce, and then probably restarted again with the uh, Captain Marvel ramp and then back up the Black Widow and Gauntlet. Because I had tried out both of them, and sometimes I'm just way off on that, on that Hawkeye shot. But the moment I tried to do that, my first shot to the Gauntlet was just, I was just bricking it. Like, it wasn't nerves or anything. It was just like my shot just left me. And so as soon as that started happening, I was just getting frustrated. And then, yeah, it just one thing led to another. And let's just say I had a terrible second round second challenge against Escher, which basically just made it to where I had absolutely no chance of coming back to win unless he just got so bored with the competition that he just turned off his webcam. <laughs> so yeah, 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 it was brutal, but I mean, I like the challenges. It was the challenges I wanted. I just, just played bad. That's all there is to it. There's no excuse. Yeah. And I think you messaged us later afterwards and you're like, dude, I just did that combo challenge and did it in like a minute or something. I mean, yeah, you just, it's, yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's so weird. It's something that I'd done several times and it's something I did several times afterwards. Cause of course it's like anything else, you know, if you do something wrong, then you want to try to think about it and fix it immediately and see what you could have done differently. And mm-hmm. yeah, of course it, it's completely different if you're playing on your own with nobody watching, you know, of course, but yeah. You know, I can definitely say it wasn't nerves at all. I just flat out just all of a sudden could not hit the shot. And it just, I mean, that's all there is to it. And I think even if I would have done it the way I normally do it, we probably would have been tied or I might have still been down five points going into the final one. And I can't pretend that that means I'd end up winning because I'm sure if we were tied or if we were within five points of each other, I'm sure Escher would have had a little bit more giddy up for that third round towards the uh level two challenge that we had so things things probably was still played out the way that they did either way but you know i'm happy i played in it that's awesome that's great and then um well raymond this is uh i mean you you obviously played in the first you you did the jurassic park one and then uh and so yeah this is this is pin clash number two for you what was your kind of yeah overall view of it uh it was it was fun because like the um the challenges kind of varied between like hard like long and and simple ones so it was like you never knew you had to stay on your toes and um it was also fun cuz 
like the people the person i was playing against the first round was right just we were like in sync like on the first two challenges so basically it came down to that third challenge and i think i struggled a little bit but i just i i at one point i i was like all right i'm all in because i think my my challenge was like a gamma ray one i think or maybe that was the next round yeah yeah um your spinner had something to do i remember that yeah Yeah. it was i I don't remember what happened my first round exactly other than i remember being like on the ropes and then finally like okay i i i'm gonna do this i don't think i did it that fast but i did it just fast enough and i think maybe my opponent didn't like drained at the wrong time or something so it's it's weird because you don't know until you're done how well you did but that's what messes with you the most. So yeah. you have to not you have to not let it mess with you. You have to just pretend that whatever you're doing is going to be good enough. Because if you think about it too hard, the pressure gets to you, and you're going to miss your shots and flail. And so you just got to focus on getting it done. Don't worry about how long it's taking you. Don't let every mistake like freak you out. Just be like, okay, that's fine. I can still if I cut if I do this, this is I can still get it done in this. Like you just have to always look positively at your next like you know what the next yeah. thing you can do what did like tom could you or Mon- like was monica the stream obviously is delayed were they did did either of you guys have it on like could you kind of you, or did you have any idea what what was going on with the other person or or no you were in the dark um i did kind of i mean it was still on about like a 6 to 12 second delay somewhere right around there but i had it on my big screen tv off to the side Okay. And that's what was funny because actually during my third tier challenge against Escher, uh, Monica was there sitting watching it. And I thought I heard her say, he's got it. So in the middle of my challenge, that's why I stopped. And I was just like, <laughs> hands off looking over. I was like, okay, I'm done. And then I noticed his timer still going. I'm like, well, wait a second. I'm still going. So I just totally misunderstood what she said. But yeah, it's definitely, it's one of those things that there was a couple of times I peeked over just to kind of see where somebody else was at. But at the same time though, it's like the guys I was playing against, uh, Nick Stefano, and then, of course, Escher. Yeah. I, I just made the assumption that they were going to finish their challenges fairly quickly. So I knew I had to stay going just as long as possible until, you know, things were done. I just, especially against Escher, I just assumed I had to move a little bit faster than what I normally do, which is, I don't know, it's kind of, it's probably a tactical mistake because I even told myself at the very beginning of it, that I was just going to go my speed and not worry about it. And whatever happens, happens. Like, let your opponent make the mistakes. You just yeah. keep on, you know, the right. So probably if I ever did it again, that's exactly what I would do is focus more on what I'm doing as opposed to worrying about trying to hit something that might be out of my skill range. Sure. Um, Raymond, I remember yours, one of your challenges dealt with, uh, like, you had to get, I, I think there was conversation of your your spinner being lubed. Right, I got that same challenge twice in a row. Yeah, and it pissed me off. <laughs> I was like, that was the one challenge that I just like. It was like, well, I might get that challenge once, but I mean, eh, that's one challenge for the day or whatever. Like, whatever. But I get it twice in a row. Yeah. So like, because I didn't practice that challenge, I didn't lube my spinner, I didn't practice the left orbit shot. I was just like, eh, that challenge is gonna suck, but I'll probably get through it. And little did I know, I got it twice in a row, and I was just, like, hating everything. And, <laughs> and like, I got, like, a 9.65 instead of a 10 million that I yeah. needed. And, and, like, I kept breaking the shot and breaking the shot and breaking the shot. And that challenge was really mean because you only have 
15 seconds once you start Gamma Ray. Yep. So 15 seconds goes by really fast when you're missing your shots. So it was like, you know, if I would have just made a couple of those shots, I would have been fine. But when it goes down that in lane, it's so easy to miss that shot. Like, it's way easier from a trap than from an in lane. Yeah. So I, I'm like starting to wonder if I should have just like, when it goes down the in lane, like hold up the flipper, do a ski pass, post pass, and light up my shot that way just to ensure that I hit it rather than like go for the greedy full power on the fly shot. Um, or I should have practiced it more or something. Um, and at the end of the day, like I had my chances. There was a couple times where if I wouldn't made the shot, I would have been done, but I just kept missing over and over and over again. Even so, then, Ray, do you think your spinner was juiced enough though? If you would have did a, a ski jump into a post pass, do you think you would have been able to get the 10 million still? Well, it's cumulative sort of. So like, um, the way gamma ray works with the latest code update is the first gamma ray you play as any any spins you get, your value will stay to the next one. And any spins you get, your value will stay to the next one. So I had my spinner up to, you know, as long as you're consistent on every gamma ray you play, by the time you get to that level two gamma ray, just hitting it once should be fine. Right. Even if you even if you only get like 20 spins, if your spinner value is at 250K, uh, math, I don't know. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. Well, kind of, but it's doubled. So yeah. Right-ish, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that it should work out um, if you just can be consistent. So that was kind of my plan. But when you're missing a lot, the plan falls apart quick. So even so you're saying because you said you hadn't lubed your spinner. So I know we were joking around about Travis's lube and whatnot. But if, if you would have do you think I mean, do you think that would have made a difference or, or no? You still would have. I don't think it would have made a difference because I was not I was missing the shot gotcha. too much. So what I'm what I'm hearing is the next release of Avengers instead of 15 seconds it might mysteriously make its way up to like 20 seconds that's what that's what i'm hearing there might be a slight tweak in there huh yeah no um well that was cool i mean i will tell you as a viewer i mean i cracked the joke i was like man this is like my super bowl like i was loving it i was loving watching it and it was cool seeing the level of play increase you know as the night or the day went on and it got to the yeah. point where it's just like, you know, Carl's tier system is incredible. Yeah, it's so well done. It's so well produced. But just the skill level, you know, when you got to the finals or even the semifinal, I mean, all you guys, it's just it's like, you know, I play pinball. But what I do, I don't think I, I can call pinball if what you guys is doing is pinball like that. The accuracy and the, the just the ability to get the ball in control and where you want. Fantastic. I mean, I was thoroughly entertained. It was it was really really cool to see, and it was great rooting for people you know that you know. Um, so I don't know. Overall, I mean, an amazing event. Uh, I, I do have a question though. It's you know, you guys all have like nerves of steel. I mean, you guys have all been in competitive situations in normal tournaments, but like this is a speed run, and you're in your house, right? And you're by yourself. So like mentally, how different is that? You know, playing that versus whatever being it's it's weird. Yeah, it's it's so it weird. Sucks. Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> weird. It's like I don't mind playing with a group or in front of people, you know. But it's just it's odd whenever you're streaming in a competition and then you realize that oh, there's a bunch of people watching or in a chat room, and you're looking at your camera and you're like, okay, that's how they're seeing me, you know. I, for me, it's just odd. Like it's not there's no pressure or anything like that. But it's just weird playing competitive pinball. And then you turn around and there's nobody else around except for your wife sitting on a beanbag staring at a TV, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's different for me. It's way different. I don't know how it is for you guys. 
Well, you know, there's all the Twitch viewers watching, so it's always exciting to like turn around and look in the chat and see people, see the reactions. True. But I mean, most, I mean, shout out to Fox City's Pinball. You know, a lot of these tournaments these days are all getting streamed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's cool. Like, I think it's exciting that people are watching and more people than probably ever in the history of pinball in terms of the amount of tournaments that are available and the amount of options that are available. There's a lot of people watching. And what I'm hoping for, because I've met so many other people either online or even going up to, uh, to, uh, district 82, there's a lot of people that are involved in pinball now that are interested in tournaments that don't even have an IFPA number yet because they haven't been able to play in a sanctioned tournament. That's so, wild. Yeah, there's a lot. And so I'm curious to see what the participation will be like. And I'm excited to see these people be able to start playing in the tournaments that we're playing in. So, I mean, does, that's why even Eric and I, Tom, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you guys have in some instances, you have upwards of 20 plus people that don't even have an IFPA number that are playing in some of the tournaments up there? Uh, that I'm not sure about. But yeah, there's... I could there's quite a bit of new faces that just popped up during the whole shutdown, um, which has been awesome. I'd, and there's so many people that have kind of been sitting out too that, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be huge there. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of participation in some of these tournaments. I think they're going to be bigger than what they've been in the past. Awesome. Yeah. And I know, I mean, that, that's a good transition into our next topic here. But um, you guys you, you guys all know Keith well. I mean, you guys have played with him. Ray, you obviously work with him. Pin Clash, to wrap it up, I mean, this is two Keith games in a row. And it was cool. Keith had, like, a little blurb. He, he had a little interview with Jeff. Um, do any of you guys know, like, does he watch? Or does he, like, is there, do we have any idea why he isn't participating? I mean, that's got to be really cool as a creator like that of a game to see something. I don't he's know. The, he's the GOAT. You're okay. the king. You don't have to play with us peasants. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, really, really, really neat. Really well, really great event. Uh, you know, I applaud not only all the participants, but then Carl, man. Carl, what he does. And there are people in the background and the announcer. I mean, what an amazing event. But, um, but yeah, Pin Clash. Awesome. Can't wait for the next one. Um, but, yeah, let's roll into tournaments. I know um, you guys all recently played in uh, the Triple Open. And I think um, you guys all, there was a few different categories there. I think you all won something uh, in some capacity. Um, but I, I don't, I'm not the guy to lead this conversation. So I don't know. I, yeah, when, when I, are we going to get you up to District 82, Joel? Yeah, yeah. I need to, uh, you know, it's enough of a conversation with my wife on trying to get me to Expo. So start sprinkling in some tournaments here. There would be. Is uh, uh, Expo happening? I, I think I am I'm like ninety five percent sure I'm going. So I'm Hey I'm that, then you can play in the tournament there. Uh Trent has a there's a special format where it doesn't matter how good you do, you get to play in finals. There you go. Boom. You're oh, gonna yeah. make finals your very first tournament, Joel. Yeah. Oh goody. Can't can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, go for it. I don't I mean, Tom, this is kinda you're a big part in this. Um Oh boy. <laughs> uh yeah, go for it. Talk chat it up about uh about that tournament why uh, raymond you won a trophy right did did travis did you win a trophy uh, you know the answer to that tom graph <laughs> <laughs> i was just no. checking i went just 0 check. for three yeah it was yeah so three you said 0 for three so there's i know there's classics right 
And maybe maybe clarify so, that. Real, so what so there were uh, yeah. Friday night was a uh, progressive knockout tournament. Okay. And basically what that is is you, you play in a match, and in a group of four, uh, everybody gets a strike except for the winner. So if you come in second, you get a strike. If you come in third, you get two strikes. And then if you come in last, you get three strikes, which really sucks. But um, you get 10 strikes. Yeah. And you have 10 strikes to uh, once you have 10 strikes, you're knocked out of the tournament. Okay. So um, that was the first progressive strike tournament I have ever played in. And I was, Honestly, just happy to get second. I know Raymond won the whole thing, which was awesome. So what was Ooh. your final strike count? We know Travis I, had 10. I, I had seven. <laughs> Ray had seven. Okay. And Tom, you had? Well, I had 10. 10. Okay. So everybody, yeah, got it. Okay. Okay. Wait a second. We have to establish something here, though. <laughs> so when was this tournament? Was this tournament on it's a Friday, Friday night? night? This was Friday night, yeah. Okay, it was. Okay, never mind. Then my point is not valid at all, okay. ever. Never mind. Because hey. well, I was thinking, I was for some reason, <laughs> I was thinking that this tournament was the very first one on Saturday morning. Uh, and nope. I could have swore, wasn't it last time, Ray, you showed up? And of course, you know, self-proclaimed, not, not a typical Raymond-like player in the morning time. But no. then I could have swore last time you like kicked all kinds of ass and you ended up winning that tournament. Uh, even though it was a no, morning tournament. No, that was the um, the previous tournament, District 82, and I did not win the morning tournament, but I uh, crawled my way back after I woke up because I started the day off pretty rough, but then I crawled my way back and managed to cash. So okay. I got like fifth or sixth or something. So That's I, what it was. I made okay. something of myself, even though in the morning I was like just totally out of it. A okay. uh, similar thing happened uh, actually, I think, on Saturday this time as well. Yes, that's where you got the new uh, phrase that needs, if Steve Bowden's listening, this needs to go in the pinball dictionary. Oh, let's go. What is it? I'll let Ray tell it. He came up with it. It's genius. It's called, uh, it's it's buying the dip. You know, you get last in your first couple rounds, and now you're kind of hanging out at the bottom rankings, but all the sharks have kind of swam to the top. And so your stock is low, but it's ready to just, rebound and so you uh you have to play into that and just pop off a bunch of firsts um or at least like slowly increase so that you meet up with the top group near the end of the tournament and then you just have to win one match against all the really good people to get first as opposed to a whole bunch of matches well there's a solid technique <laughs> wow so i mean i did you didn't do it on purpose, is what I'm assuming. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I just have to write something down in my notes here. Play Raymond in the morning. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. Don't Last time I played him in the, him in the morning at Indus, he scored like a million on dialed in, and then he walked over to, <laughs> what was it, uh, Black Rose, Black and Rose. he's like casual 135 million. Then I forgot our third game, Ray. What was our third game? Maybe Black Rose was our third game. Uh, yes, that was, I, I had to, I had to take you to Rose. Oh, scared stiff. Yeah. We played scared stiff. Raymond got bored that game. I think he took second. So he's a little bored <laughs> there. Then he came back and dominated black Rose. That's what it was. So, okay. So Friday night, Raymond, you were number one, Tom, Tom, you were second. Nice job. So, thanks. uh, what, uh, so that was Friday. So what, what happened Saturday? Uh, Saturday was not good for me. 
<laughs> so I, I don't even think I should talk about it. What was the first tournament? Wasn't it, uh, it was target the, uh, match play? It was the classics target match play where you had to get, what was it, 20 points or 25 points? 25 uh, points. So, yeah, I, I'm, looking up, I'm looking up on match play right now um, for that, that tournament, the classics on Saturday morning. And sure enough, I was just hanging out in third, third, second my first few games of the day. So, uh, Can you define yeah. classics? What does classics mean? Uh, well, anything yeah. pre uh, at District Eighty Two, it means anything that doesn't have a alpha numeric display. I think no, it's actually anything that doesn't DMD. have a DMD in it. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, that, that's 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 why I meant to say alpha numeric display and earlier. Yeah, correct. So, so like System Eleven games would be the newest in that category. Is that right? Yeah, those wrong? those are the ones you're hoping to draw for sure. And it could yep. go all the way back to two inch flipper Palooka or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Palooka, yay. I actually like Pretty Palooka, good. though. I, uh, I, I, I got turned around on that one after playing it a couple times. So, um, how did you guys do? I think we all know where Travis was. You know what? You know, <laughs> I did decent. I got what I do seventh place. There you go. Boom. Oh, is that the picture, Tom, that you post on Instagram? Yes. Yeah. Or no, technically I got eighth. I forgot. I lost my tiebreaker. It was like eighth, eighth or ninth because in the picture, did you lose your Travis... tiebreaker Wait, too? Are you ta- which tournament are you talking about, Travis? Because uh, the classics, uh, the classics. I see you scroll third. down. It's further down. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you got third in the classics one. Oh, that's the that's the old one. That was the one we played uh, the oh. previous month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this the next one, page. I yeah, this one I played. Uh, I end up having to play the silent assassin in a tiebreaker. <laughs> Who is Cassidy Melanowski? <laughs> yeah, he's like the best 13 or 14-year-old player in the world, or one of the best ones, especially female. She'll be a future world champion. Ah, there we champion, go, yeah. No doubt. So I finished just above you with one extra point. Uh, I was playing, that's right, I was playing with Tim Sexton a whole bunch. That was so cool. He came up from Chicago, and he just crushed it, man. He hadn't played in a tournament in... Uh, like a year and a half and he just shows up to district 82 and he's in the top group on camera like the whole day yeah he played really well yeah he did he's a nice dude too that was the first time i got to play with him so who won who won classics who won that one that was max senesak out of uh, milwaukee wisconsin okay he came back on uh actually neil had the lead going into the last game and he only needed a point and uh, he ended up uh, taking a zero. I think it was Trident. And uh, Max just had a huge game on it. I and... almost caught him. I was on my way, and then I got a little too tilt happy. <laughs> so I was... I remember seeing that. So so your son Neil got second. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yep. Yeah. He was he was actually tied with uh, Scott Hens, uh, who's another Wisconsin player. And uh, they they went to a tiebreaker, and he he beat uh, Scott in the tiebreaker. So it's now, pretty cool. Are there any tournament players out there that like only do classics? Like they just don't mess with any modern games, or not really? I guess. Uh, I mean, there's I've players noticed. out there. There's yeah, there's some, players there's out some there that, that really well. There's some that won't play in classics. 
Um, and then there's others. There are some that are like, well, I, I think I have a better chance in classic. So I'll play in that, not the other tournament. I know at, uh, some of the bigger tournaments, like when, the, you know, the open or whatnot, there are certainly people that just don't touch the main division. They just yeah. play classics. Neat. All right. So that was Saturday morning. Is that right? That finished up in the. Yep. Correct. Okay. And then what was the. Is the main event, is that accurate to say? I mean, what was the main? Well, the main event happened between when we went out to lunch. That was the main (laughs) event. (laughs) All right. But then after that, yeah, then we had the, uh, what was it, the double match play? Yeah, the the, uh, the double up match play. So explain that rule. Yeah. So it's... yeah, I, I started off with the old uh, zero or or two. <laughs> Ooh, we get last yeah. last. That was uh, that was fun. Ray and I stories. did the same thing right next to each other. It was magnificent. Yeah. Uh, so the, the the double up is a basically a modern game like a DMD or LCD game uh, first, and then the second game is a classics game. So alpha numeric down to an EM. So it's kind of like a mini Pinberg, so to speak, because you're playing two games in the same group. Um, and yeah, that again did not go. Actually, I was playing good until I uh, until I started playing against uh, Keith Elwin and Tim Sexton, and then you know everything went out the window. Travis is laughing. I remember that round because you oh got my paired God, up I was with. So... Uh, both I Ellen and Sexton on Jurassic Park. Every time, every time <laughs> I play Elwin, it's like I, it's like everything gets thrown out the window. It's like I've never played pinball. He's probably like, "This guy sucks. How the hell is he even in this tournament?" I saw it was so funny because I remember this. This was on the uh, fifth round, and Tom comes up to me, and I never see Tom like mad, but he wasn't like mad. It was more like, "Why." Why is this happening right now? <laughs> he's like, so I'm playing in a group with Elwin. You know what our first game is? I'm like, what, Tom? He's like, Stern Jurassic Park, Travis. Stern Jurassic Park. And I'm like, wow. Okay. So hey, what's hey, the second game? Keith Elwin got eliminated on Jurassic Park at the Open. So. I, I oh, yeah. do remember that. Yeah. So that was see, my Tom? only saving grace in my head. But he was, he was player one and, you know, he was, he was up there for a while. And I'm like, oh, this, this isn't going to be good. So, Tom, how did your round go against uh, Keith Elwin and Tim Sexton? And Jordan was in that group, too. Yes, Jordan. Jordan did well. I think Tim did well. And I That wasn't took... the question. The question yeah, was, yeah. Tom, how did you do? I took last in both games. So I had a, that, I had that's a... pretty brutal when you get in a, a – I, I think the buy-the-dip strategy is very efficient for the, uh, yes. the, 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 the formats where you're with the same group for multiple games in a row. So like this, the, that tournament I got me and Travis both got last last on our first games, um, but that meant we'll have we'll be in the bottom group for two games the next round, and we'll slowly try to try to work our way back up. Whereas it sounds like you uh, you flew too close to the sun. You pulled yes. the Icarus. Yes. Yes, definitely. Let me tell you guys a funny story at, at Pinburg that I had. I was having my best Pinburg ever. And I was, I I got up to ninth on the first day. And after round four, I was at about 32. So lo and behold, my round five group was Keith Elwin, 
Chris Stevens, and Bob Matthews. On three out of four games I had never even seen before. I took a zero on every game. Oh. Oof. And it knocked me all the way down into B. (laughs) Oh, wow. Did you get a medal for that? (laughs) I... I should have got a reverse metal, you know, like a, like an old, I don't know, melted one. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, at least you got to play against them at Pinburg, though. My that, last Pinburg I played in, I was with an older woman who thought I'd never played pinball before when I played the <laughs> grandma with the shopping bag. It was oh. so sweet. It was, Joel, have you not heard this story? No, that is a I better story. This. Oh gosh. Yeah. So I played Pinburg in 2019. It was my first and only, and unfortunately my last Pinburg. Yeah. And I legit could not, I could get control of the ball and I was fine. And then I couldn't hit a shot at all. It was like Ray Charles was trying to play pinball. <laughs> wow. It was, it was so bad. Hey, I no could need not to hit. insult Ray Charles. Okay. Oh yeah. my gosh. Joel, <laughs> Joel, Joel, have you ever played Fathom before? I have not played Fathom, no. You have not played Fathom. No. Neither had Travis. Neither yes. had Travis. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Yeah. So the person who won our Fathom group or our Fathom game in round one had legitimately like 80,000 points. What? That was, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I had 29,000 points in the whole game. And I had a ball and a flipper, all three balls. And I just like bricked a shot, just drained. It was like that all tournament long. So... Finally, I was at like a pivotal round three to where if I actually could run the gauntlet and get 12 points, I could put myself in a position to make a run at A, right? Or this might've been even round. It was like the round after the break. And everybody in my group, they're super nice. Like everybody's talkative, real nice. And they were just happy to be there. And of course me, I'm like kind of stewing because I'm like, I should not be playing like this. And I'm in danger of not just missing A, I'm in danger of like blowing everything up and not even being in B. I was playing so bad. So I ended up, we were on um, Dracula and Jackbot and one other game. And legitimately, I was playing so bad that there was this nice older lady that was in our group that had like a shopping bag on her shoulder and was playing. With a bag she, on her shoulder. With a bag on her shoulder. Yep. She had obviously gone shopping between <laughs> rounds. Uh-huh. And she was actually doing halfway decent. And then she was telling me, she's like, yeah, I've, I just now started playing pinball just a couple of years ago. And then she said, did you just now start playing? Is this your first tournament? And I'm like, <laughs> like, damn, that's like the biggest trash yeah, talker I've ever heard just of my life. Friendly. Yeah. I've, oh, I've, yeah. I've yeah. said stuff like that on accident and, and, you know, just trying to make conversation. Yeah, Ray says that to me every time we play. Is <laughs> this yeah. your first time playing? <laughs> How adorable. Think, How sweet. Hey, listeners. If you want to get in Travis, if you want to get in Travis's head, and you happen to play him in your next tournament, just ask him if ask him if this is his first time. <laughs> I was yeah. done for. Yeah, it was so bad. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, how did uh, how did the standings end up then with that with that uh, one the third? I think I, I managed to crawl crawl back to get like min cash, so like eighth place. Uh, Travis looks like you never escaped. You were, you were in 19th. It looks like. No, because we had our, uh, we had our fun last round. Don't you remember that Ray? Like we had, we played roadshow and stingray. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Dude, that was amazing. You guys, 
you guys like uh yeah we were just joking around like on stingray we were actually trying to pass the ball from the right flipper to the left flipper which you never do in that game just to try to hit a shot that was impossible just for the pure challenge of hitting the shot it wasn't worth anything it was worth like 100 points each. yeah like 200 <laughs> points yeah <laughs> Oh, Raymond, I'm going to ask you a very serious question here, okay? If we're, if we're going to talk about hard and challenging shots, you've seen all four of us, including yourself, you've seen all four of us play a game that we all know well, Led Zeppelin, right? And yep. in that game, there is a challenging shot. So if I, I, I'm asking you in all honesty here, can you rate the four of us from top to bottom on who's best at hitting that hermit target? <laughs> uh, it's got to be... Joel is is number one at hitting that target because he just hits it without even thinking about it. And then uh, I I think Tom is like disqualified because he has a le, so he doesn't have oh, a yeah. target, so he he correct. can't hit it at all. So he's but he's fourth. He's least. number four. Oh, he yeah. gets he gets bumped up. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Suck it, Tom Graf. Number four. And then I guess I'd um, me and Travis probably tied. I'm not sure. I haven't haven't actually played a whole lot. <laughs> Of Led Zeppelin, except the couple times I've streamed it. I'll put myself at number three. I can accept number three, as long as I'm higher than Tom. As long as I'm... <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to hear you say it right. Let's That's go right now. Set up a pro. <laughs> I want to go right now. Tom, we already know you do not play on pros. We know this. Uh, yeah. So, Ray, you, you said you haven't played much Led Zeppelin. How is that an accurate statement? Uh... Well, like with the glass on, I don't know. I just have. Oh, you don't. Okay, like yeah. I was gonna. It was like you've got it. You've had. You have to have more hours in Led Zeppelin than the, probably the three of us combined. I would guess. Well, you got to remember, barely playing something might be like fifty games. <laughs> yeah, that's and, you very know what true. I mean. Like that. That's kind of our version of barely playing something. We're not. Sure. We're not like these guys that buy something and then within twenty games are like, okay, ready to sell it, moving on to the next thing. Well, hey. Another solid transition here, Travis. Uh, speaking of barely playing something, the four of us have all had a chance to play Stern's latest release, Mandalorian. So I think it would be worth having a quick discussion. Initial thoughts. I mean, none of us are, um, I don't know, none of us have put, you know, countless hours on it or something. So this is still probably early on views of the game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, technically, Raymond, you were the first one to touch the game. Um, what are your just quick overall thoughts of the game? I mean, I haven't, I've only played like two or three games just when I was in the office and could play it. And, mm -hmm. um, there, it was, it was surprising that the shots look kind of tight and difficult, but I was able to just hit them like without too much worry. And also like when you miss them, it didn't, it didn't seem to like punish you too bad. So you could like regate, gather yourself and like try a shot again or just try a different shot. You, there was also, um, kind of flexibility where like i think you can hit the scoop to spot the ramp for your first couple missions for which the is first nice two. yep yeah and so like the game just kind of it's a good time like you could just play it and like stuff happens um, but then also i noticed as i was learning it a little more and more i was like oh wait i really want this um these scope targets because that gives me a playfield multiplier and if i have that multiplier with my other one I'm getting three X everything like, yeah. oh, and then it's like, oh, I started three X. I better I better freaking start a mission, start a mode as quick as I can. And then like when you have that super jackpot, it's like kind of like Game of Thrones where you have the battering ram lit and you got like five X scoring going and you're just like, I need to pound that thing as quick as I can as many times as I can. 
Um, so I, I had a, I had a great time with my couple, couple times I played it. No, that's great. No, I, no, that's, uh, that's awesome for you to get all that in just a few games. That's, uh, that's really good. Um, uh, Tom and Travis, see, I know see you guys... Joel, this, this is what happens when you get a high level player, a high level mind on a game. <laughs> yeah. This is what it's like. He didn't even take the glass off and see what all the switches do. I know. know. That's amazing. <laughs> I wish I had that ability. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but Travis and, and Tom, you guys actually played it together. You went out to eat, and there was a, it was like a bar or something had it, right? So you guys put a handful of games on it. Oh, yeah, we did. Tom, that was two, our first time playing it, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, two games, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I I enjoyed it. I mean, it's... The thing about the game that was most surprising to me is just like Ray said, was how accessible the shots were. Like when I looked at the right ramp, I honestly thought I was like, okay, this is a little bit smaller than what I anticipated. It just seemed like a really narrow shot. But then lo and behold, it was almost like you with the you hermit can target. It too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like it, the shot, it was almost like just, just the ball had like a magnet on it to their kind of like it, the uh dracula right ramp you ever see the ball yes. just get sucked up that right ramp on dracula yes. yes exactly that that's exactly what i was talking about yeah it's i mean and the well i don't really want to use this term but i'm going to use it anyways the kinetic satisfaction of actually hitting that right ramp and seeing the ball just fly around there real quick and come back to a flipper i really did like that and i like just being able to combo the ramps that way like that combo I was very surprised at how satisfying it really was to go backhand right ramp, forehand left ramp, and you get into like an encounter or maybe even get it to come back to your left flipper and you could ski jump or even backhand the scoop, you know, with the foundry or the missions, uh, just the whole game. It was a lot more accessible than what I anticipated. Now, of course, there's some shots that, that I'm not a huge fan of. And I've talked to you guys about this, about the horseshoe shot that's kind of all over the place. But then at the same time, it's kind of, I don't know, whenever you're in a multi-ball and things are a little chaotic, like I don't have anything wrong with it, but I found myself in the games I've played since then kind of generally avoiding that shot, even with a super jackpot on there, you know, that might be worth three to five million points. I found myself actively avoiding it and just trying to time things out because on the copy that we have at CJ's, if you hit it flush, that ball just goes straight to the left out lane like every single time. And I'm like, I can't control it. And it's like, I don't know, it's just a weird weird drain for me but everything else it's you like gotta, the light oh what's that you gotta get the uh premium so that has yeah. the ramp. ramp right yeah yeah exactly exactly and i mean it's everything on it though it's just a lot of fun like the mini play field is fun i really enjoy that and i mean it's not super easy but i don't feel like it's super hard either it might be a little bit grindy trying to hit some spots and get back up there but it's still satisfying to use that single flipper because that's not something that we've seen in too many games recently so i really do enjoy that i like the um i like the overall presentation of everything like the assets really pop out and i mean just to be flat out honest too i mean of course there was a whole thing about whether grogu moves or doesn't move but honestly if you just step up to the game and you look at it he looks pretty cool underneath there the child actually does look pretty yeah. cool that's really well done and that's Basically, from people that I've talked to on location that just have seen the game for the first time, that's the one thing that pops out for them. Everybody knows it, which is exactly what I think Brian Eddy was intending to happen. So, I mean, that's off to that. It's done its job. I mean, it sucks you in. If you oh, like yeah. Mandalorian, you like this game. For sure. Tom, what about oh. you? What are your thoughts? Uh, I think it's a very cool game. I, 
I like everything about it, really. I mean, the shots, like, you know, Raymond and Travis were saying, they're they're pretty accessible. I mean, you can backhand the, the ramps and... Um, I, the, the only, the only thing I had really trouble with, I, I played it today. Uh, the only thing I had really trouble with at first was that mini play field area and just yeah. trying to keep the ball alive up there. And, you know, you kind of, kind of learn some things about it the more you go, go to it, but, uh, probably that, depends a lot on setup too, like how bouncy yes. it is up there and the, the pitch yep. and the hundred percent. As far as, like, I, I've been thinking about this. I know probably you guys have, too. As far as in a tournament, I don't know how you're going to make that game hard. Um, you know, it's it's easy to start the multi-balls. Um, I, I think probably have to take out the rubbers, or excuse me, the posts on the side, the outlane posts, make it more drainy that way. But... Um, Overall, I I thoroughly enjoy the game. It's so much fun to play. Yeah, for sure. And not to take it too big of a tangent here, but to random back question, pin clash, Travis, you had a strategy with your outlanes, remember? <laughs> that oh, you were yeah, like, nobody... where am I putting the posts? Oh, do yeah. I take rubbers off, rubbers on? Quick follow-up. Were you right? Did that pay off, or would you wish you have done something totally different? No, it, it actually worked, believe it or not. It did. And so what's funny is, is just kind of coming back to that, that's why I should have stuck with my original strategy for the combos, because that's exactly why I had it set up like that. So what Joel's referring to, I actually had my left outlane did not have a rubber, but my right outlane post did have a rubber. And the reason for that was if I had any rejects coming out of that Hawkeye combo, it would just feed directly to the left end lane. And I wouldn't have to worry about it bouncing around or anything like that. It would just feed clean. And I actually did end up doing that. I mean, it, it worked out. I just abandoned my strategy. But yeah, it's actually, <laughs> surprisingly, it worked. Yeah, so, yeah. It, was, it was an interesting strategy. But okay, so <laughs> get back into to Mando. So um, yeah, I, I've put a bunch of games on it. Uh, I'm, I'm quite fortunate. Uh, Zach and Nicole, many have let me, with flipping out pinball, have let me borrow a game. Uh, shill, 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 right? We need our Well, button. you got to play with uh, Dwight. Right, I Dwight did. was on a so call with you. Right, I was super happy with that. Um, I, I reached out to Dwight and I said, "Hey, I'm going to be streaming this game. Do you have any interest in, in watching?" Basically, and he he hopped in my Discord chat. I know uh, you know Raymond's done that multiple times with me. Um, Tom, I mean, you've I know you've done that as well. Um, yeah. But it's it's it was amazing. He was the entire time I streamed. He was there. He was answering questions, talking things through. Um, it was a lot of fun. And I know I'm not you know, all three of you guys are like, yeah, I, I can hit the shots or they're really accessible. I'm not to that, you know, level of play. I, I was bricking plenty, plenty of shots, but I, I would say overall, yes, it, it's, it is fun to shoot. There is a lot in the game, which is fun. I know, I know Dwight talks about that depth versus breadth of code. All the things you can buy the like the power-ups adds a whole other level. Oh man. There's so yeah, much strategy really cool. there that I can't wait for you you know, you big brain people <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to start thinking that through. Uh, my brother-in-law says I'm a smooth-brained <laughs> person. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the Ouch. foundry, I mean... He actually said that to you? Yeah, he said it. Well, I, I died. I thought it was hilarious. But, oh, um, no. We got to send flaming poo to him. 
Oh, no. <laughs> we got to defend Joel. Shout out to Chris. Yeah, he's he's the man. Um, anyways, but the foundry, I mean, I know like you're given the flamethrower at the beginning and I realized like I'm not even using this. I should really be thinking this through and when's the appropriate time. But the foundry, there's so much risk reward there too. You know, do you play it safe and put heal on your outlanes? But if you, as soon as that ball's over, you lost it, you know, versus the one armor is added ball save for your entire game. Like there's, there's really some cool, cool strategy there. And I can't wait to see how people really dissect that. Um, it's almost like a more uh, direct Avengers Infinity Quest yes. I would, sort of perk. So, Ray, yeah. I, I said that on, on my stream that, you know, when I streamed Avengers, Avengers is a game that you're constantly thinking. You're, you're constantly trying to figure out what am I going to do and how do you adapt and it's like a mental workout the entire time I played Avengers. Um, Led Zeppelin wasn't like that. I liked, I, I really enjoyed that about Led Zeppelin. You know, you could really just dive in and, and get locked into the game. But I'm sensing that again with Mando. Like Mando is very much like, what do I want to do here? You know, what's does it make sense to go for Beskar instead of trying to relight multiply my my multi ball? Should I go for Beskar instead and then just buy? that multi-ball should i do you know i understand i'm at an encounter level that's pretty hard to complete should i just go for hunter mode and then buy the ability to get through it um there's some really cool thought there um but i agree with what tom said the upper play field is where i'm having the hardest time and it's just getting the hang of it and there are certain multi-balls in certain modes where there's very specific shots that you have to hit up there the extreme left and the extreme right are difficult shots so i know you know travis when all the un- the reveals and everything came out. I know you, you expressed some definite concern. I thought you thought that, that upper play field was going to be like yeah. a walk well, in I the s- park. I still think on the premium and LE, I think it'll be a lot easier with two flips. I, I still think Wrong. Travis <laughs> thinks that it's going to be easier than it actually is. Cause I don't know if you've ever played bonsai run that has the same flipper gap, same setup as the, as the play field in Mando, I think, but bonsai run drains like, you snap your fingers and it's yeah. gone. Now, right. Mando won't have that level all the time, but I feel like it's going to be faster than you anticipate. Um, I however, think it'll be tougher if it keeps changing on you. Yeah, yeah well, I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think easy necessarily means that you're going to be up there forever. But I think because I've kind of discovered this with the mini play field on Mando, it's like if you can get the right bounce off the flipper, you can kind of anticipate like your two or three quick flips and you can get some hits quick. And then if you do drain out, you're just live catching on your right flipper and sending it back up the left ramp. And then you're right back into your counter anyways. And so I think if you have the right setup and the right bounce, it kind of, it works itself out a little bit. So I don't know, maybe I, I, you're probably right, Ray. Once it starts moving the, that upper play field, especially when it goes vertical, that will be a lot more difficult. But I think maybe also underestimating the speed because those flippers yeah. are probably the same strength as all the other flippers. So when you hit hit it, it's probably going to rocket. And if you yeah. you know don't hold up your flipper or drop it, it's going to slip right through the uh, the flippers probably. But I'm sure there'll be strategies, kind of like Stewie Pinball. Mm-hmm. That can destroy you, but once you kind of figure out how each Stewie Pinball plays, you can kind of take it slow and methodical. Um, so I'm curious, yeah, to see how how hard it is i want to see i want to play a premium well i will the one thing i noticed during the premium stream is every single person just holds up the left flipper and so when the ball is delivered in 
It's just immediately to the left flipper in a cradle. Like it's a safe well, delivery. The game also the does field. that for you uh, oh, for, yeah. for some of the choreography and some of the, I think, I, I think it always that. does it when well, you start an encounter so it can show you the, uh, the animation. Brilliant. I mean, that's great because on a pro it does not like there, there were many times that I was hitting, I was trying to get into the encounter and just the feed, you know, you have just uh, like a rubber up at the top and to get yeah, that if you ball swing, to swing at the wrong over, time, it's like yeah. strike three, you're out sort of thing. It yeah. would just roll yeah. like it was, here we go, time for the encounter, and just boom, right down. Like it would just dribble out. And so it's like, man, you really have to nudge it right. Or I've tweaked with the angle a little bit, but I definitely think it would be interesting if you guys are playing this in a tournament, you guys are going to have to adapt very quickly with, you know, to understand how that, how it's, how it's going to be set. Because, um, I, I mean, I, the more I play it, the, I do feel like I'm starting to, contr- you know, it is a, it's not completely random. It is a skill that you can learn, but, um, it's a, but it's actually, a fun challenge. That excites me for Expo just because, so normally Expo tournament, it always has like all sterns. Okay. But usually people, by the time Expo rolls around, people are like, oh, we've played these games a million times. Like, we're just going to watch people do this, do that, do that. But this year, because of COVID, people haven't seen much competitive play on Ninja Turtles, Avengers, yeah. Led Zeppelin, Mandalorian. Like, oh, shit. people are, Ray's it's right. going to be exciting. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be fun. For sure. That means we might see like a Stranger Things, Ninja Turtles, Avengers. Led, wow. Yeah. A I didn't man, even think of that. Mando Premium. It's yeah, that is that is quite possible. So yeah. that's why I'm curious. Does the found does anybody know this? Is the foundry is it any different if the game's set on competition or competition install? Is it any different in terms of what you can buy or how much it is uh, with the best car? I don't know that. I could. The only thing I know is that like out. competition modes in general turn off randomness, so it'll be the right. same for every player. Like how much stuff is and what you can buy and stuff. Well, I will say there is a good bit of control in the game because. You can control what multi-ball you start. That's based off the green stand-up targets on the right. So really? my, my daughter, yeah, my daughter, believe it or not, this is the only pinball machine she's ever been excited. She wants to play Baby Yoda. She wants to play Baby Yoda. But the only thing she wants to do in the game is spiders. She wants to see spiders. And so spiders multi-ball is that, number one. That it's, is wild for a girl, like a young, young. She like, loves it. Uh, and what's Usually. funny is Deadpool, all she wants to see is T-Rex. So I have to freaking qualify my quests, hit my chimichangas, you know, like, <laughs> but like this one, Mando, it's the, the, the Boba Fett targets on the right will change what, um, what multiball you pick. So, um, I am curious. It looks like game, like if I, if a game ends and I had multiball two lit, well, if I start a new game, two is the one that's still lit. I don't know. I'd be curious if competitively, if it's like, if it's always one or what. So, Joel, I just realized something here yeah. that probably out of the four of us, you probably know more about the rule set than yeah. Mando. Yeah. So, the smooth so, brain guy over here. Yeah. So, if we were having to play this at Expo tomorrow, what would you tell us? What would be our tournament strategy on it? <laughs> That's uh, uh, those are two don't very train, different right? things, Travis. <laughs> yeah. Knowing the rules and knowing how to apply them in a tournament situation. But I trust in Joel. We yeah. we talked him about this. I think he can do it. I mean, Joel's a good. Okay, I'll say this for Joel. Joel earmuffs, so you can't hear this. I don't need your ego getting too big. <laughs> well, okay, but he's thanks. he's actually a pretty skilled player, and I've seen watching him over the past few months playing. He's gotten like pretty good. I mean, it's not just the hermit target. I mean. He's able to make the ball do things 
I don't think, and Joel, you can admit this is true since you got your earmuffs off. Yeah. But six months ago, I don't know if you would have been able to do it. And I, now I'm watching you. I'm like, you're doing some stuff. So, you know, baby I, steps. I, th- baby I think steps, we can yeah. push you there. So let, let's just pretend, for instance, that you have to play Raymond Davidson tomorrow, <laughs> one-on-one on Mandalorian. Yeah. Ouch. Like, what are, how are you going to survive ball one? What are you going to do? Oh, boy. How am I going to? I mean, the reality is uh, there's a lot of points in the encounters. And you can, you can plunge. You can do a sneaky skill shot and get up in there. And How do you light the cold. encounters? I don't even know. Or are you going to keep that secret? Well, I'm not going to tell them, right? I mean, I yeah. that. So uh, let me fill you in. Okay, so um, <laughs> you can actually plunge right up into that upper play field, and that's what's interesting is there is a sneaky, like a sneaky encounter is what it's called, and there's a lot of points up there. Um, but to light an encounter, uh, all you have to do is hit the left ramp once. Um, so you hit the left ramp once, and then your encounters are lit. And then you can get back up in there. There's a lot of points of encounters. But what I was going to say is I, I actually cheated. I played a four-player co-op game by myself. And uh, you can burn through the missions really easily. You don't have to beat them. You just have to start them. So okay, to get to Joel, that, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to tell you this. Okay. Yeah. In a tournament, you, you cannot play all uh, four players. Yeah. That, that'll be, <laughs> you'll, that'll yeah. be illegal if you try to do that. I, I, I appreciate that. You know, I Joel, appreciate... Joel's going to be on ball three and be like, wait, why do I still have four missions left? Yeah. <laughs> I would, but that's what I was surprised. Like I've done that with turtles and gotten nowhere near Cowabunga because there are certain, so many things you have to do like very specific qualifying things. But in this, it's just do the missions, the multi-ball, same thing, very easy to get through the multi-balls, but the encounters, that's where I have, absolutely had the hardest time getting through those uh, but I, if i was going to beat ray or try or attempt to beat raymond there's a 2x multiplier based on the stand-ups next to the right target you can hit both of those and you can have a 2x multiplier going you can hit your boba fett targets that's how you get another one going there's one in the foundry you can buy that you can which will light whichever one you don't have lit so you could get to that 5x play field pretty easily isn't it actually 6x because it's plus 5x it is that and that math really messed with me because dwight was saying that and i was trying to understand what he meant but then on top of that you have your flamethrower shot so theoret like there's a lot you could stack up for a really big multiplier if you now, really flamethrower on the left ramp multiply the encounter or no no it's only a shot it's just okay. one of the main shots at the bottom that you so like can buy super a multiplier? jackpot though you could get some yeah. fatty super jackpots one of the uh you you start out with flamethrower right flamethrower on yeah, yeah. now flamethrower is interesting because you don't tap the button like you have to push and hold and you have that's to do it what at the i was right messing time. up with every yeah. time i tried to use it it was like i just have the right orbit orange what's going yeah. on you have to push and hold and it slowly spreads across the play field so you really have to do it at the right time or cradle up what i will tell you though for you guys that all play trap like trap players they, I don't know if this is a new thing with Mando, but the screen, if you trap up, it's pretty quick that it will, it'll make it so that if you're trapped and then you tap your center button, it actually just scrolls the screen and like shows you additional information. That's and I don't cool. know if other games did that because I was used to you trap up or you hold one of the flippers and then after after you wait long enough, you can hit the other flipper to like scroll through your, I don't know, info. The instant info. Yeah. But this, no, you trap up, you hit the middle button to scroll through your instant. And maybe the other games used to do that. I don't know. But I w- what I will say is there were times that I would trap up and be like, all right, I'm about to start this multi-ball. So let me go ahead and start my flamethrower. And I'd hit the button and I'm not. It won't, like, I can't start my flamethrower because it's scrolling through instant info. 
Oh, interesting. Or I think uh, like, try try turtles. I think Dwight also did some instant info back and I forth. I might have to do that because that's that messed with me. And then there's another one where if you get the uh, what is it, whistling birds or whatever, like the multiple shot, you could you could hit all your mission shots in one hit of the button. So it's like, oh, I got that. I should go ahead and light it, and I'd hit the button. And it won't work because I'm stuck in instant info. So I'm curious if that'll mess with you guys at all because there will almost be this like I need to cradle up so then I can hit my action button. But if you don't do it quick enough, you can't do it. You'd have to like post pass or something. Yeah, I was going to say, just just bobble it back and forth. Just yeah. do, 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 And then use your chin on the uh, center button and hold it. You would have to do something. But that's one of those like <laughs> I'm in a position where I want to do it and I can't do it without getting the ball back. Well, those, uh, those ramp returns are nice and uh, scenic. So you can shoot a ramp. You could have some time. And use the return. The left kinda... ramp especially, yeah. But the the play, I think Dwight said for the for the flamethrower to do the entire play field, I think he said it's like two seconds. Like you have to hold that button down for two or two and a half seconds to get it to go across the entire play field. Um, so I don't know. There's some really cool stuff there, but I'm like I'm excited for you guys. I think you might have just said the meta right there, though. Now that I'm hearing all that because then it would be probably what flamethrower after you bring in your first mission and a multi ball at the same time, right? You just go to town. And then you said you can buy a multiplier, right? You can buy a multiplier. Well, it's not. So there's three multipliers over on the right. And if you get right. all three lit, it'll give you the five times. So, But you can do the first one just by hitting the Boba Fett targets, correct. right? And I think the, the other end- one is the uh, you, you hit the three scope shots. So right ramp, target, and inner loop. And then you just have to... Does that instantly give it to you, or do you have to complete one of the? You have to do one of the scope hurry ups, right? I thought it was one. I thought it was just one of the scope per, like of the three scope hurry ups. One of them gives you Beskar. I think one of them gives you points, and then I think the other one is the playfield multiplier. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. This is where I need to take off the glass and hit the buttons and figure out what. Then it has. the orange one, I'm not sure how you get that one. There's orange the, targets on the left, but when I was hitting those, it didn't actually the give orange, me the multiplier. No, the orange, the hunt, those are your hunter targets. So that's how you qualify a hunter mode. And and hunter, when you when it turns it on, it's it, it becomes an inlane, and you can control that. So when you roll over that, it's a, like a little mini mode, and that's the whole point of a hunter mode is just for Beskar. It's like the fastest and multiplier way to get, apparently. Uh, you guys are gonna make me walk over. To no, the it game. it definitely does a multiplier because the the color code it looked like it was the it same was thing. I think that's just rolling over an end lane, and then you hit the, I guess a forehand orbit to complete it. Is what uh, it is. Well, I think it's two orbits. Like you have to if you roll over the left end lane, you have to hit the right orbit, and then once you hit that, you have to control it, and to end it, you have to hit the left orbit. Oh, so okay. and there's a there's a ramp that's lit that like you can hit that and just build it before you end it there's some okay that's what i'm saying there's some stuff here but i that, that i know i know travis you like the meta you're all about the meta so it's uh yeah i'm well, excited I'm not, for you guys to i don't have the flipper skills that ray does or sometimes tom so i got to figure out any advantage i can get that's fair so joel you're in my corner then you're yeah, hey, officially yeah. my coach yeah if you want to if, if you're bored one night uh, i can facetime you or something we can start hitting buttons and we just yeah, won't we're we gonna just figure won't, it out we won't tell tom or ray it'll be great well i'm coming up to indianapolis anyways next week so <laughs> we'll just do it then <laughs> i'll tell my wife eh, and my buddy travis is coming over i'm just gonna <laughs> let him in the basement he's just gonna do he do some stuff down there it'll be fine yeah yeah, yeah. don't worry about it i'm just hitting buttons yeah for Ooh. sure no worries well overall i mean mando i i would say i'm excited and i it sounds like you guys are too um initial reaction sounds positive so i'm um, i'm happy for you guys i think from a tournament player i think there's a lot a lot there and um i'm 
I don't know. For me, Dwight is a moments guy. He's really good at coding moments. And there's a lot, there's a lot there that I'm, that I'm excited to, uh, to experience. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, I think it might be time to start wrapping things up here. And, uh, I know one of the feedback, some of the feedback we got was, uh, there, there were people that, that, that said I, that, that they felt that, that Travis and I interrupted Tom more than, than we probably should have. So, so Travis and I, we decided, Hey, let's, let's do something. Let's, let's do, let's do something for Tom. Right. And, and basically what we're going to do is we're, we're going to shut up. So every, every episode here, Travis and I are going to do our best to keep our mouth shut. And we're going to call this Tom talks, Tom talks. This is a segment. If anybody wants to produce any sort of audio, you know, intro for this, feel free to email us. We have an email now, triple drain at gmail.com, but feel free. But this is going to be a weekly segment called Tom talks. And uh, we're really excited about it. Tom, I know you're excited about it. Yeah. Tom, Tom you still wait? <laughs> He's, well, Tom has a soundboard. Tom, I'm excited for you, <laughs> but for I'm going to need you to calm down just a little bit so you can get through your segment. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Per- perfect. So, um, Travis, you have, we told Tom he's going to have this segment. Tom did not prepare anything for this segment, but Travis, you have a great prompt to, to feed Tom. So I'm going to say Travis is going to, is Travis is going to prompt Tom and then Travis and I are going to be quiet and we're just going to let Tom go. All right. Perfect. Tom, are you ready for your topic today? <laughs> no. <laughs> Tom Graff, are you ready for your topic? Yes. Okay, perfect. Okay. All right, Tom Graff, you love buying limited edition pinball machines from Stern Pinball. You love buying limited edition pinball machines from Jersey Jack Pinball. Why do you hate all of us that buy pros? <laughs> um <laughs> Didn't didn't you buy Elise uh, just not so long ago, and I told you to stop that? <laughs> Isn't this it because is, Tom this is Tom, Tom talks? Tom Tom is worried that if he gets a pro, he has to live up to that name. He has to be a pro. Hmm. A lot of lot of pressure. I got I got nothing. Well, folks, that was uh, that, that has been Tom Talks. I'm glad we uh, glad we set aside some time for that. And uh, Raymond, I, I appreciate you interrupting him. That was the goal. Was uh, so uh, that was that was everything I expected it to be. Um, that might have been the best pinball segment in the history of pinball oh, podcast, right there. I, I do want to say something, and it it goes back to uh, Joel. And Dwight's having Dwight Sullivan. Uh, Tom, Tom talks is over. We can no, interrupt no, you no, now. No, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Travis, go ahead. do you remember <laughs> this? We 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 jumped on. We had our we had our Taco Bell, and we, and we, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. And I we, know what you're talking about. It's pretty funny. And we jumped on. We're like, hey, Joel. You know, we're in the chat, and Joel's like, hey, yeah, Dwight. Uh, I I have this triple drain podcast with uh travis murray and tom graff and like there was like just this yeah <laughs> dwight's like i don't care let's yeah. go back to mando <laughs> you know, we're so popular just try to give that shout out you know and uh it, it, it's fine it's it's fine um 
Well, I, that was a great prompt. Tom talks. I think that's going to be a stellar segment, but what I wanted to say, so the listeners here, we have an email now. It is, it is triple drain at gmail.com. And I thought it would make sense to do kind of a giveaway here. So the goal here is the first five people, the first five people that can email triple drain at gmail.com and give us a solid prompt for Tom talks next week. will receive a personalized photo from Tom Graft himself via email <laughs> because Tom is a model. I don't know if people know this, but personalized, just tell him what you want. He'll write it on a piece of paper, he'll hold it up. We maybe, maybe we'll share these on our Facebook page. Yes, we do have a Facebook page, Triple Drain. Uh, look it up, Triple Drain Podcast. But um, Raymond, I know you're writing your email right now because I know you want you want your <laughs> your personalized <laughs> photo from Tom Graff. But um, yes, I would. Hopefully, we'll get five. Maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah, guys, I know that's about all I've got. Um, I I try to make a logo. We got a logo now. Um, if anybody, feel free to email. If anybody would like would actually consider merch let me know i i'm happy to pursue that but don't want to waste my time if it's just going to be me and buying one for my kid <laughs> my kids or something what, what type of merch would we have oh just the logo throw it on a shirt you know it won't it can't compete oh, okay. with the ray day hat the ray day hat is no ray day pinball hat you can get is, that at silverballswag.com there, there we go there you go well guys i don't know um let let raymond uh you know talk about his uh Twitch channel. Oh, we were getting the plugs. We got yeah. Right. I was I was just gonna say, is there anything See, else? You could have used Tom Talks for that, Tom. <laughs> Tom, yeah, you had free reign, and and you ended with <laughs> I don't I don't have anything, right? So <laughs> say he'll save it up for next week. Um, Perfect. But and ne- by next week, I mean we're doing this like once a month, so <laughs> you've got plenty of time to think. Um, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I would say, believe it. Or, we did a lot better staying on topic this week. It was was Zach. Was Zach uh was it was he, a little bit easier talking to Raymond. We kind of knew yes. we weren't going to veer off into bathwater mm. or hot tub talk, which is good. Yeah. So, and Tom, Tom was a lot more calm. He was this time around. He was. So that helped out a lot. It's because we I, we were recording a little earlier, so I thought he maybe he gets slap happy if we if we wait another hour. He gets a little little yeah. tired. I don't know. Yeah, um, that's true. Raymond, were you offended at all as a TPN person that Zach did not want to be in a hot tub with you? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll leave it at that. That's fair. I must have blocked that part of the show out of my memory. Yeah. We asked him which TPN members you'd be willing to be in a hot tub with. And, uh, you weren't one of them. I wasn't either. It's fine. He, none of he, us were. None yeah. of us were. Yeah. 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 But that's fine. Um, I'm not offended. It's all right. Um, I could see Travis with like the kid floaties on his on his arms. Oh boy, dude, dude! When <laughs> when I go hot tubbing, I go hot tubbing. That's not the meta anymore on Twitch, though. Tom, did you know that? What is the it's meta? Not? Now? What is the meta? Now? Is legitimately if you okay? So again, I didn't come up with this. Mm. All right, okay. so that's the disclaimer here. So you guys do not judge me because I know this. This was okay. all over the news. That evidently I'm the only one that read. Okay, but. So apparently the Twitch meta now is ASMR, but licking the microphone and acting like it's somebody's ear. No, oh, that's sick. I kid you not. It's It got like fifteen or 25,000 concurrent viewers on oh. each stream, and Twitch had to ban the women that were doing it. Kid you not. That's oh, the new meta. Oh, boy. 
So you guys uh, get your mics and your ears out and put them on pinball stream. Start, there you go. Start licking mics. Great. <laughs> well, uh, this thing. Travis, great. Very useful information. Appreciate it. I was you, like, uh, we can't end on that. Please. Yeah. Uh, very. <laughs> Well, you know, unfortunately, the reason we're we're street we're doing this early is because Raymond is actually about to go stream. So I don't yes. I don't know Ray if you want to just put your condenser mic just a little bit closer to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, uh, I don't, guys. We drained Zach last time. I don't know if it's uh, you know. Do we need to, do we need to do that? Do we need to take a uh, uh, talk about Ray? I think Ray did a great job. Absolutely, oh, Ray did pretty good today. Pretty good. Okay. He did pretty good. Ray, it's like he's done a podcast before. We're gonna. I. I don't think we're gonna necessarily drain you, Ray. But I think maybe you're like in the out lane, and we are aggressively nudging to try to keep you in. How about is that? Is that fair? So the verdict's still out. Is that a fair? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Well, let's do some quick plugs. Ray, you go first. You're the guest. Uh, yeah. Ray Day Pinball on Twitch. Uh, also on YouTube. Also on. I don't know, just the internet. So, yeah, do, check out Do or Die podcast. Yeah, solid podcast. Yeah, yeah, you can find all that stuff at raydaypinball.com. We'll uh, give you links to all my different channels. So, check that out. Um, I like to stream Sundays usually in the evening, anywhere between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Central. I can start somewhere around that time. But if you follow me, you'll get notifications. So, uh, yeah, hope to see you in chat. Awesome. Tom? Go. Uh, well, when I'm not uh, currently at my modeling gig, <laughs> uh, I, you, <laughs> you can find me uh, on Twitch at uh, Fox City's Pinball, also on YouTube at Fox City's Pinball, and uh, Instagram and Facebook at Fox City's Pinball. Perfect. Uh, Travis, go for it. And you can find me on YouTube at Marv Loco. Or on TPN at, what's our name again? Are we going Triple Drain still? Triple Drain is a great okay, name. Triple Drain. It's a great name. And Marv, on I got On the record, off the record. Yeah. I got to really appreciate all the shout outs you've been giving in your YouTube videos there, Travis, with Triple Boom. Drain, hey, you know? Hey, I did it once. <laughs> I did it once. I might have forgotten yeah. the first time, but I came back around to it. No. No, I appreciate it. And yeah, I am uh, Joel Engelberth. Just another pinball podcast. Just another pinball stream. Uh yeah, if there's anything I can do for you, just another pinball at gmail.com. Otherwise, yeah, we have an email now. So we'd love to see some. Uh, like I said, race, race, get in there, throw us some ideas. Tom's ready to take some picks. Let me tell you, they're mm-hmm. gonna be they're gonna be great. Oh, uh, and that's yeah. triple <laughs> triple drain at gmail.com. But uh yeah, episode two, technically episode three. And uh it was a fun one, guys. Appreciate you. Appreciate everybody hopping on. Thank you. Thanks a bunch, Ray. Yeah, thanks, everybody. All right. Thank well, you. we'll do this again in a few weeks. And uh, yeah, look forward to the feedback. And everybody have a great night. See ya.